Hello, I'm Anthony William, the Medical Medium. You're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I bring the most advanced healing information so that you can actually have an opportunity to heal and rise out of the ashes, rise out of the ashes of sickness. You know, information that's powerful. Today we're talking about why 16 ounces of celery juice. How come 16 ounces? Why that number? What does that mean? How come it's that important to get that amount of celery juice in you? Not 16 ounces of celery sticks chopped up, not 16 ounces of celery ground up into a smoothie. No, 16 ounces of celery juice. You have to juice this herb. It has to be juiced. It's an extraction. It's very important. So I want to cover that a little bit too, why the herbal extraction itself is so critical, what that means in the body, and it's a big part about everything and all of that. So that's what we're covering today. The advanced information you'll find in celery juice, medical medium celery juice, the most powerful medicine of our time, healing millions worldwide. Look out for that book. Go to Amazon.com or wherever you need to find it or go to the bookstores. Can't get a book, go to the library. Just, you know, ask for the library to find a book. A lot of people donate books or they donate their used copies to the libraries. And that's one great thing that really is an awesome resource for so many people that can't afford a book. Um, It's an inexpensive book, but still, and for many people, that's difficult. So we have to then have other options. So check out the libraries. So here we are. We're, We're talking about celery juice, the power it has the amazing ability it can help assisting with your healing process. Now listen, medical medium information in all the medical medium books that comes with lots of powerful pieces of information such as celery juice. Celery juice happens to be this universal powerful powerhouse that you can apply with anything you're doing out there. But if you're, you need more Go to the Medical Medium Liver Rescue. Go to Medical Medium Thyroid Healing. Go to Medical Medium Life-Changing Foods. Look into the other books. If, if many of you have those books, you have them. But if you don't, look into them. But the celery juice is this powerful weapon, and I call weapon against chronic illness. And I'm going to cover into the 16 ounces, the power of that, what that means, why it matters. Um, so the bottom line overall If you're into whatever kind of diet you're into, so if you're cleaning up your diet or say you're not doing any kind of clean diet and you're just doing standard American, which is just everyday survival food, you're just trying to survive, you're eating a bagel on the run and you're just, you know, you're picking up a sandwich, uh, you know, in between work and you're just doing what you can to survive and you're not really concerned or you're, you don't have the ability to really focus on your diet and all the different things that you have to eat or the healthier foods or go to healthier places to, to, to find food. And, but if you can get the celery juice in you, it makes a difference no matter where you stand in your realm of health, whether you're on a keto diet, whether you're, you're tuned in and you're on some kind of other diet or you're on a paleo diet or you're on a plant-based diet or you're on a vegan diet, vegetarian diet, Whatever kind of diet you subscribe to or some kind of high-protein diet, maybe something that has a new name because there's one that comes out every single day because that's what's happening out there is everybody's taking kind of a high-fat diet and they're renaming it. That's basically what's happening. You can do the plant-based high-fat diets. You can do the keto diets, which was the high-fat diets, but everybody's renaming these these higher-fat diets and, and they're, they're, they're healthier than just processed foods. There's no, you know, there's no junk in the diet. 
diet, so stuff like that. So, you know, if you look into medical medium protocols, because there's no single protocol, you'll find that they're lower fat. And there's a reason for that, because when you're chronically ill, you don't want high fats in your diet. You don't want it all fat. There's a reason for that. And that may be fine if you feel pretty good and you don't really have too many symptoms and you're able to work out and live your life and you're young and you're just, you're out there doing things and you can just, you can throw your peanut butter in your smoothie and you can throw your coconut oil in this and that and you you can, you know, eat two chicken twice a day, which is, which is, which has fat in it. And you can do these things fine. Okay. And you're eating relatively healthy and all that. Great. But if you're somebody, you're really struggling you got neurological fatigue, you're getting an MS diagnosis, you're getting lupus diagnosis, you're getting Lyme disease diagnosis, you're running around from doctor to doctor, you're totally confused about your health, you can't function, you got anxiety, depression, all kinds of different symptoms, skin conditions, you want to do the lower fats. You want to look into the medical medium books. You want to look into the medical medium information. You want to reduce those fats. Celery juice, though, no matter where you stand, no matter what diet you decide to do, no matter what you're subscribing to, the celery juice can apply. It can apply. The one thing is look out for information that's a misinformation that can throw you off your game with using celery juice. For example, celery never had sugar in it, okay? No one ever thought of celery, celery sticks having sugar in it, okay? No one ever thought that, that it's too high in calories, that it's too high in carbohydrates, ever. Whoever would think about that in a million years? Because there isn't really a single, like you can't get calories out of celery juice. They're so minimal, So there is no such thing as, hey, celery juice has too much sugar. Celery juice is too sugary. There's too many carbs in it. So look out for something really ridiculous like that out there. So ridiculous that it's unbelievable. So just don't buy into anything so silly like that. Because seriously, that is completely, completely distorted, wrong misinformation. Celery juice is the lowest, the lowest of a carbohydrate, the lowest carbohydrate beverage you can possibly even consider in your diet or in your life. It doesn't even make sense. It's it's unbelievable. So the deal is it applies to your keto diet, your plant-based diet, vegetarian diet, your paleo diet, whatever you want to call it, all of them. It applies to it. Now, why 16 ounces? First of all, empty stomach. You want an empty stomach when you're drinking your celery juice. That's really important because if you have food in your stomach, you're going to inhibit its ability to go through the entire body and get what you need done, done. So get what it needs to do throughout the body. You're going to stop its process of what its ability is to help heal you. Because if you fill up your stomach filled with food and you fill it up and then you dump your celery juice in there with it and then your celery juice has to kind of battle all of that food it has to it dilutes it it weakens it because what i'm about to tell you is really powerful what i'm about to tell you you got to hold on to your seat for this. It's a ride of how it travels through the body, what the obstacle celery juice is faced, what it has to go through as it travels deep through the body, 
And hell, if you're mixing it with a whole bunch of different concoctions like food, whether you mix it into the celery juice itself, which is disastrous, or you're eating all this food and you're dumping the celery juice in there with the food at the same time, what can go wrong? And a lot can go wrong. You basically just ruin your celery juice. You ruin the chances of your celery juice to travel throughout the body and do the healing it needs to to do, which is really important. So let's start with this. Say you have an empty stomach, okay? And you have 16 ounces of celery juice. First of all, why 16 ounces? You need a large enough amount of this herbal extraction to get through the obstacles that you created in your life of eating different things or life in general created. Okay, so we can look at it both ways. Many of us, we do things and we're doing them and it's not our fault. And we're eating things over the years that are toxic and and they're, you know, causing dif- difficult situations with our health. We're eating foods that are toxic over the decades. Not our fault. We're trying to survive. We may not be taught what to eat. No one's teaching us. You know, all of these different things. We're on survival mechanisms. We don't have access. We don't have resources to foods. And so many of us are in those situations. So we've kind of like been pushed into eating certain ways. We're pushed into living a certain way. And then... You know, the body gets mucked up, the liver gets mucked up, the bloodstream gets mucked up, the, the, um, everything, the circulation system gets mucked up, the nervous system gets mucked up. Mucked up meaning toxins start to just gum everything up everywhere. It's what happens. And you need a certain amount of celery juice to do its thing. Of course, two ounces is still good and four ounces is still good. Six ounces is still good. Eight ounces is still good of celery juice. And that's fine. But we have obstacles in the way. So let's start with what they are and why we need those 16 ounces. First of all, first obstacle, our mouth. What's going on in there? Bacteria. Bacteria that's even left over after brushing her teeth. Bacteria that's there before even brushing her teeth. What I like to do is like to brush my teeth, then rinse out and do that before I even drink celery juice. So I like to do that even earlier. I don't want to do that after I've done celery juice. I want to do that before. Now, whether you do that before or not and you drink your celery juice, your celery juice still has to it has to actually go up against bacteria that's in the mouth because it's antibacterial. So once it's hitting bacteria, it's already, it's already losing its ability, its fighting ability, meaning the sodium cluster salts are being used up. They're going up against staph that's in the mouth. They're going up against strep that's in the mouth. They're going up against other varieties of bacteria that are in the mouth. They're going up against acids that are inside the mouth, toxic acids. They're neutralizing toxic acids. So sodium cluster salts, which are inside the celery juice, are neutralizing toxic acids inside the mouth. They're also 
stripping down membranes off of bacteria and hindering and destroying bacteria in the mouth. But you need more of these sodium cluster salts than just an ounce or two ounces because the mouth is going to start hindering some of that automatically. See, that's an obstacle already. That's why it has to be 16 ounces. Because what about the rest of the body? What about what's coming next? Because that's where I'm going next now. So, first of all, your first obstacle, like I said, is the mouth. And you're clobbering bacteria right there. And the celery juice is doing that. Second one is when the celery juice starts going down the esophagus, what it encounters there. Okay, we're talking about different levels of bacteria, deposits of ammonia that have been there forever, unproductive detrimental acids, all down in the esophagus. Okay, think about that. You think our esophagus is just clean, clear, perfect, nothing's there. It's not true. That's why so many people get illnesses, illnesses that are actually esophageal, because the esophagus isn't clean, clear, crisp, and fresh, and nothing going on, nothing, nothing wrong, or anything of this sort. There's bacteria sitting inside the esophagus. There's acids that have been there that become, there's ammonia and acids that mix, and they become hard and gummy, and sometimes sticky or hard and gummy. They, they reside in the esophagus. So and they get cling to the walls, the cells of the walls. That's that celery juice has to go on down, and that's the second obstacle. And it has to start washing this, neutralizing it, hitting it, slamming it, pushing it down, breaking it up, okay, dissolving it. So already we're using the power that celery juice provides, but we're using it up. You know, this isn't the Energizer Bunny kind of thing where it goes on and on forever, that whole thing. No, it has a limitation. Celery juice has a limitation. So we have to abide by that or respect it. We have to respect it. It's critical. And so let's go into the next obstacle. All right. So a third obstacle, another hurdle. Now we're looking at the stomach. We're looking at the stomach. We got to go down in there. And what's inside the stomach? We got all kinds of things going on in there. We got more ammonia built up. We got toxic acids. We got bacteria. We got H. pylori in so many people that's completely undiagnosed. So, completely undiagnosed. We got the H. pylori. We got other different varieties of bacteria. Many people have so much debris in their stomach from years years before you think the stomach just does its thing and there's no debris in there there's nothing left in there not true there's a ledge right before the duodenum a little ledge right there at the bottom of the stomach and we overeat so many of us have overeaten in our life that we've stretched out the pouch and um, undigested protein, undigested fats, other debris sits in this little tiny pouch on the ledge of the duodenum right before it goes down. And it collects 
and it stretches. And that ledge right there becomes just like a, a little bit of a sludge pile. And that sludge pile sits in you year after year after year. And then you know you're 30 years old now, and then you're 40 years old, and then you're 50 years old, and then you're 60 years old, and that pouch is stretching, and that that stuff is just sitting there. And the celery juice gets down into the stomach, neutralizing bad acids is what it's doing, breaking down bad acids. And then it has its it has to find its way to that little sledge, that sludgy ledge before it drops down to the duodenum. And that's in all of us right there. Some small ledges, some bigger ledges, some little deeper pouches by the ledge there, some really big. And this is, this is how it is. So what does the celery juice have to do? We got the sodium cluster salts. They're cleansing salts. These are cleansing salts. You can't get the same thing if you take some table salt or some sea salt or some, not even Celtic sea salt, not even Himalayan rock salt. You can't take that salt and and do the same thing where you drink it in water and it's going to clean up that ledge. That's not how it works. It's not the same sodium. That's not the same thing. You know, all, all salt isn't the same. Bottom line, hey, all people aren't the same. All water's not the same. I mean, I mean, really, all salt's not the same. The sodium cluster salts is a different. It's a subgroup of sodium inside celery juice. It's just undiscovered by research and science. But isn't everything almost undiscovered by research and science? I mean, it's funny. Every time anybody ever says to me, well, hey, what does research and science say? Will you tell me what research and science says about the millions and millions and hundreds of millions of people walking around sick who can't function, have no answers for their health? I didn't know all those people are all fixed and they're all better yet. I didn't know science had it all sewed up. Oh, everybody knows everything, huh? Incredible. And science research knows nothing about celery. I'm sorry. They're just, they're just not there yet. But the bottom line is, with this next obstacle and that little ledge, it has to eat away. The sodium cluster salts have to eat away at that sludgy pile sitting there on the edge of the duodenum. The sludgy pile. And it has to eat away at that sludgy pile and start to break things up. And it doesn't do it in one day because you're still going to have a bunch of celery juice bypass that ledge and start heading down because you're doing 16 ounces. You're not doing two ounces. You're not doing one ounce. You're not doing with all the dietitians keep on recommending going against medical medium information now. It's almost like they're all saying the same thing purposely. They're just repeating one another like they're like like parrots or something like that. And they're just repeating each other and they're saying, you should eat celery sticks. That's where all the nutrition is. Uh, Mr. William just doesn't understand that. Apparently he's not educated like a dietitian. So, so <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should eat the, the celery stick. And that's where it all is. Okay, well, sure. That celery stick eating really got us someplace. It really did. No, it didn't. This is actually what's changing people's lives right now. So... You drink the celery juice, we're in the obstacle of the stomach right now, and we're breaking up that ledge off the duodenum right there. We're cleaning it up. And this reminds me of something that's really funny, okay? The stomach has glands. I repeat, there's glands in the stomach. These glands produce gastric acid. Gastric acid 
the kind that creates HCl, hydrochloric acid. And they have to add to this that the celery juice, one of its obstacles here is to rebuild that HCl. So the reason why you need these 16 ounces and you can't do less than that because not only are you cleaning up all the sludge in, inside the pouch in the stomach, right above, right near the ledge of the duodenum, right on the ledge of the duodenum, not only are you cleaning all that up, but you're reigniting, refurbishing, rejuvenating, regener- regenerating tired stomach gastric glands. And the funny thing is, these glands do exist. Of course they do. And science actually knows these glands exist. But for some reason, people are so, so, hey, look, medical medium doesn't know about uh, how things work. He thinks there's glands in the stomach. And then you'll see out there some dietitians even say, oh, there's no stomach glands. Oh, there isn't? I think you got to go back to school because there's stomach glands and they produce gastric juice. And the celery juice has to actually rejuvenate those glands. So you're also used, the sodium cluster salts are being used in multiple ways, multiple directions, multiple places. See why you need more than a couple of ounces of celery juice? Unless it's all you can get in you, and I'll take it because it's still going to help you. So if you can't get more than just doing, you know, an ounce or two ounces or three ounces of celery juice, I'm proud of you. I'll take it. That's fine. Get the celery juice book, medical medium celery juice book. Look out for all the fraud books, okay? Because when you go to Amazon, there's all these other, you know, there's all these fake medical medium books now because people are trying to like, they're trying to pretend it's the same book or something. So make sure it's authentically the medical medium celery juice book. You know, the most powerful medicine of our time, healing millions worldwide. Make sure you find that book. And right there inside that book, you'll read more and more information about how any amount of celery juice is helpful. But the 16 ounces, here we go. We're going to the next level now. So we go down to the duodenum. We're heading down to a new place. So we're going to the next part here. We have a lot of different things going on in here, okay? We got, we got lots of acids still. We're dealing with that. Everybody's pH is off. Everybody's pH is off. It's not where it should be, okay? We're really an acidic culture. You don't need me to tell you that, all right? That information's been out there. We're trying to become alkaline. Becoming alkaline matters, And if we think we're getting alkaline, we're not. And if we think we're doing an alkaline diet, we're really not out there. Because it takes more. It takes more to become alkaline. It takes something like 16 ounces of celery juice every single day. And maybe even more than 16 ounces. 32 ounces of celery juice every single day. Or maybe 24 ounces of celery juice every single day. So... As the celery juice ends up going down to the duodenum, we're dealing with pH, pH time, balancing the pH. This is really, really where it counts with so many different aspects of it. So there's bacteria down that duodenum right before we get into the small intestinal tract. There's the H. pylori once again. There's E. coli. There's there's strep. There's C. diff in a lot of people. A lot of people have C. diff going on in there. There's, there's staph in there. Lots of people, they, the staph is, is really, really, really thrives in so many people and inside their body. But it's not just that. There's fungus 
inside people, and plenty of it. And there's also hordes and hordes of hordes of bad bacteria with names that science and research don't even have for. Just hordes of bad bacteria. In fact, science and research will even say bad bacteria, (laughs) B-A-D. That's what they'll say. Because they don't have an idea. No one's cataloged them. They don't sit there and catalog them. People are loaded with bad bacteria inside their bodies. So you have to remember that. And we have that in us. And here's the other thing. This is what's really, really, really cool. We got all this good bacteria in us. We do have good bacteria. And guess what? The celery juice feeds good bacteria. It's the ultimate, ultimate prebiotic. But it's better than a prebiotic. It's better. Because the sodium cluster salts destroy bad bacteria, which become food for good bacteria. You're never going to hear that anywhere else with anything else. And you know who's going to discover that? You know who's going to, and you know when they're going to discover that? Probably 50 years from now. Okay? So research is going to discover that 50 years from now. Where are you going to be 50 years from now? Okay? <laughs> 50, 60, 70 years from now, science and research can discover that celery juice destroys bad bacteria and then cleans that bad bacteria out of its poison, making that bad bacteria food become food, clean food for good bacteria. Now, that's above and beyond any prebiotic. I'm sorry. It just is. And so the bottom line is <laughs> we're heading down we're heading down to the you know next part. So as soon as we take so when we're drinking that, when we're drinking our celery juice and remember this, as soon as you take your first sip, you're changing the pH of the body. You're becoming alkaline. You're neutralizing acids. You're changing your body as you're sipping that celery juice. Think about how powerful that is, beginning with the mouth and continuing on down the digestive tract. And here's the incredible thing. As you're drinking your celery juice, you're still drinking it. So you're not guzzling it all down at once. You know, I got you guys, I I guzzle it down at once. I'm guilty of that. There's no question I'm guilty of the crime of guzzling my celery juice (laughs) all down at one time. Literally at one time, like I go, like 32 ounces, I'll be like, the whole thing will go down at one time. And look, I don't think that's the smartest thing to do, but you know, whatever. I mean, you know, I do it. I'm on the run, I'm on the run. I got, you know, a lot of things going on, right? I'm trying to write these books feverishly as fast as I can for you guys so you guys get the information to heal. And so I just, I grab it and I just chug it down. Now, you know, I don't think everybody does that. I really don't. I think most people, if not probably almost everyone, they're just sipping it along and sipping it along, whether they get it from a juice place, freshly juiced, and they got a straw in there and they're sipping it along. Look out for HPP. So just look out for that because high pressure pasteurization means it's got a longer shelf life date on it. So when you go into the health food stores and you see it pre-bottled and um, it's celery juice, it can't do a fraction 
of what freshly so when you juice celery juice fresh literally fresh in your juicer or going to a juice bar juice place and they actually juice it fresh right there you can't you can't compare and because you want it to work for you you want that juice fresh whatever you do so it's really important and if you find a juice bar a juice place and they juice it fresh and stick it in a in a bottle for sale make sure is that just was that just juiced you know, and there's a big difference than when it's shipped in from trucks from companies that are doing HPP, HPP, and then there's this date on there for two weeks or three weeks or whatever it is on the bottle, and it's celery and whatever. Just got to be careful with that pasteurization. So, so they pass it off as if it's raw, fresh juice when it's not. The bottom line. So I'm only telling you this aspect of it because you might be trying to do the 16 ounces, like right what I'm talking about with this show, you're trying to do the 16 ounces, you're trying to accomplish everything I'm telling you that your body's accomplishing with the celery juice, and then it's not doing what it's supposed to do because you're drinking the wrong celery juice. So I had to give you that little, little, you know, touch base. So let's head on down through the body. The celery juice has to go into the through the duodenum. It has to go through there. It has to go into the small intestinal tract, and then we have all kinds of things that are impacting the intestinal tract. We have mucus, a slick lining of mucus, lining the walls of the small intestinal tract at the beginning, and within that mucus are bottom feeders, lots of bottom feeders that reside within that slick mucus. We have hardened fats from years and years and years of fats trying to be broken down by weak bile reserves in our livers because our livers are all weakened. I mean, I talk about that in liver rescue, medical medium liver rescue. Our our livers are all weakened. So we have to remember that our bile reserves are low so fats end up building up and not digesting properly, and these fats end up um, on the intestinal lining walls. And then bottom feeders like strep and E. coli are sitting there feeding off of these, these, these deposits of fats that are hardened and rancid. And then we have undigested proteins too, proteins that are, that are stuck, stuck on the sides of the walls of our colon on the sides of the walls of our intestinal tract, right up there on the intestinal tract, really high. And the celery juice has to start slowly dismantling these deposits, but it can't happen on your one day. It, it starts to happen, but it can't happen on one day drinking celery juice. And it can't happen if you also ate your meal with celery juice too. If you're drinking your celery juice and eating something else, or you're drinking your you're drinking your something else and you're you're doing your celery juice with it it can't do it if you're drinking your coffee and then sipping your celery juice then drinking your coffee then sipping your celery juice you can't it's not going to happen it's you're never going to get what you're going to get out of it you have to do it the right way and 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 spread that information around so if you see somebody not doing it that way, you see them not doing it the right way, spread that information around because you want them to get the best out of their healing process. You don't want them let down either saying, well, I don't think the celery juice is really helping me. Well, you're just not doing it right. So that's important to know. 
So these hardened rancid proteins, hardened rancid fats, sit on the linings of the small intestinal tract. They sit on the linings of the colon. They sit on the linings of everything. And they harbor disease-causing pathogens that may not affect us when we're 18, may not affect us when we're 22, may not affect us when we're 25, may affect us a little bit, but we may not kind of know what's you know what that connection is, but could really, really hurt us when we start getting older, without a doubt. Really important. So, the next obstacle, we got to head down through the intestinal tract. We got to battle other things happening like adrenaline, excess adrenaline. So we're, we're really an adrenalized culture. Our body produces a lot of adrenaline. Our adrenals are releasing fear-based adrenaline, stress-related adrenaline, you know, work-related adrenaline, even exercise-related adrenaline. But adrenaline is toxic to the liver, and it's toxic to the body, toxic to the brain. Celery juice has to encounter lots of storage bins of adrenaline that are inside the intestinal tract and colon from the previous day, from the previous day, even from the previous night. So that's something to to really consider. That's really important. So as the celery juice is traveling down, it has to then find its way to absorb through that intestinal tract the sodium cluster salts, all the other nutrients I'm going to talk about in the next radio shows coming up that you guys got to listen to. So I got a list of information that you have to catch in it. I mean, we're going to be covering everything with celery juice in different aspects of it, including all the illnesses, all the illnesses that, that you guys are interested in with wanting to get better, of course. So we're going to cover all that too. But it's important to know that that. Adrenaline is something that we live in every day. It comes out through our pores, comes out through our body, comes out through our sweat, comes out through our arm sweat, armpits. It comes out everywhere. It comes out in our sleep, in our beds, at night when we're dreaming. And that adrenaline makes us really acidic. Our body pH, really acidic. It burdens the liver, but it's something we have to live with on planet Earth. It's something we have to deal with, but it's one of the things that celery juice helps bind onto, helps clean out, neutralizes, carries out of the kidneys. It's really important. So that's another thing it has to, one of the other obstacles. Are you feeling good about the 16 ounces now, or are you thinking you need now 20 ounces because that's another thing too, right? Like, are you guys thinking 20 ounces? Are you guys thinking 22 ounces? You thinking 24 ounces? Look, I do 32 ounces. That's what I do. I do 32 ounces. But you might be thinking you need more. And so you, you, can, you can do that. I mean, that's the whole point. It doesn't have to be 16 ounces. So the night before, you could have a really high-fat dinner. So what's a high-fat dinner? What does that even mean? Um, did you have salmon? It's a high-fat dinner. Did you have salmon for dinner? I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's a high-fat dinner. Did you have chicken again? It's a high-fat dinner. No matter how we, we look at it, it is what it is. Did you have guacamole? Okay, right? Did you have that? That's high-fat dinner. Did you have something else? Were there oils in your dinner? Were there something? Was there lots of tahini oils? 
was there some kind of, you know, animal protein? So when we have these high-fat dinners, we're left over with a lot of fat in the bloodstream. And this is really important. This is an important aspect of it all because the, the bloodstream is what we're talking about next because when the celery juice gets down into the small intestinal tract, it has to start finding its way into the bloodstream. It has to find its way into the bloodstream to get to organs. It has to find its way to get to the liver. It has to find its way to get to the brain. It has to find its way to get to the gallbladder. It has to find its way into the bloodstream. So this is really critical part I'm talking about right here. If your dinner was really high fat the day, the day before, the night before, that means it's still in the bloodstream. And so the other obstacle now, I'm not saying this is bad, good, whatever. I'm just, look, it could be your protocol. It could be something that you've adopted with a different, a different lifestyle, whatever it is, from a different book or you've read or anything like that. And you're not doing processed food, but you're doing what feels like a really healthy dinner. And, and I understand, but the bottom line is we still have an obstacle of that celery juice having to battle those fats in the bloodstream to get to the brain, to get to the heart, to get to the liver, to get to all these organs because you want that celery juice traveling as far as it can and as wide as it can so it can restore your brain, so it can cleanse your liver, so it can bring back your life and give you a longer life. So that's the whole thing. If someone had an extra heavy dinner, maybe something fried and a dessert to follow. See, so that's not even really a healthy dinner right there. If someone had a fried dinner and extra, you know, celery juice would even do extra work. It would have to do extra work starting in the next morning. It would have to, it would diminish because of the fact that you had this heavy dessert. It would diminish the next morning celery juice going in through you. It's healing power would, would reduce because you had these fried foods. And so because there was that much fat in the bloodstream, there was that much food that was too much of a heavy burden. Too much a heavy burden. Maybe you didn't have enough salad, a leafy greens that night before. Maybe you didn't have enough fruit during the day because you're afraid of fruit because of all, you know, because of fruit fear or something like that. Which is, you know, which you got to look into and make sure you're not cheating yourself out of out of eating your apples. Make sure you're not cheating yourself out of eating certain fruits. You know, don't fall for that one. And, but the bottom line is, is that's how many obstacles we're talking about. So the celery juice has so much to do, and it could get neutralized and and diminish just from what we ate the night before. Okay, so say say we're. We're, we're drinking enough celery juice. It's traveling through our body. Let's talk about the obstacles now. We're now trying to absorb through the small intestinal tract. And we're going up the hepatic portal highway into the liver. That's what we have to do. And then some of the celery juice has to absorb through the intestinal lining walls that aren't hepatic portal highway. So other aspects of the intestinal tract walls to try to get through into the bloodstream and travel in other avenues and pathways too. So let's start with the liver. When the celery juice is going up the liver direction, the liver pathway, okay, it's heading up the hepatic portal veins right up into the liver. 
And that's a whole nother bunch of obstacles. Everybody has a toxic liver. Everybody has a stagnant, sluggish liver. Everybody has a liver issue to this day. If you have one symptom, you have a liver issue. If you have one issue that you're unhappy with with your health, it's liver-related because that's the whole thing. Everything stems, our health stems with the liver. And that means the liver having pathogens in it. That means the liver having Epstein-Barr in it. That means the liver having issues in it. That means the liver having all kinds of toxins, different kinds of toxins, toxic heavy metals, mercury, lead, aluminum, everything, cadmium, nickel, um, copper, it means the liver gets stagnant and sluggish, fatty, lazy, even though it works hard for us every single day. So we're looking at a liver that's stagnant for so many of us, and that celery juice has to enter up that portal, portal uh, highway, paddock portal highway, kill off bacteria, kill off viruses. It has to enter into the liver and those sodium cluster salts. Man, if you haven't had your 16 ounces or 18 ounces or 20, 24 ounces, how are you going to make this long haul? And you can still do your eight ounces and still knock down some stuff and get yourself moving in the right direction, healing, and get yourself in a better place. But we're talking about needing more for so many people. And if you got the lupus and the chronic fatigue syndrome and, and Hashimoto's thyroiditis and rheumatoid arthritis and uh, any kind of autoimmune disease that your diagnosis autoimmune or any kind of symptoms, aches and pains, tingles, numbness, ringing in the ears, all kinds of problems throughout the body, anxiety, depression, all of it. If you're dealing with all of this, then you got something going on and you need a little bit. You need to at least be on the celery juice no matter what every day and then look into other medical medium information, of course. It's because that's the whole thing. That's where celery juice even comes from. So as the celery juice enters that liver, we're talking about pathogens. We're talking about mold. We're talking about fungus in the liver. We're talking about copper, mercury inside the liver. We're talking about aluminum inside the liver. We're talking about petrochemicals. We're talking about pesticides, herbicides, fungicides. We're talking about all this sitting inside the liver. And think about how much work we got to do now. And then we're talking about gallstones because we got to restore bile. The sodium cluster salts have to start reigniting and restoring bile reserves and make the bile's nice and makes the bile nice and salty and potent with the right kind of sodium. The subgroup, the sodium subgroup, which is sodium cluster salts, only found in celery juice, and that makes the bile strong, strengthens it, builds it up, and as that and as that bile builds up, as it builds up and gets strong and strengthens then it can start doing what it needs to do, breaking down fats properly, making sure it protects you when you're eating foods that aren't good or even foods that you think are healthy, but they're really too high in fat and you need more bile and your, your liver's exhausting itself. The celery juice can actually help you continue whatever practice it is that you believe in, whatever practice it is that you, you love in your health. I mean, this, this is there to work for you. That's the whole point. And so the other thing is that celery juice, the sodium cluster salts, has to find its way into the gallbladder through that bile. 
It has to travel into the gallbladder and start breaking down gallstones. Well, hey, you might be somebody that's like, well, I don't have any gallstones. I don't believe I have any gallstones, so I don't have to worry about that. Well, what about all the sediment? What about all the sand? What about all the junk and garbage that's sitting inside the gallbladder building up over time? You want that to sit in there? Because the sodium cluster salts are going to do some good stuff there. They're going to start ripping that down, going to start taking that apart. And that's what you want. You want the sodium cluster salts to start doing some good work there, cleaning that up. And that's important. Pushing that out of the gallbladder, really detoxifying the gallbladder. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about so many different levels and facets of what celery juice can do for you. This is really critical for so many people, too, because that when that sediment builds up and that gallbladder starts weighing a thousand pounds, and it's not going to weigh a thousand pounds. I know that's, you know, I know I'm just using that terminology. But when it starts weighing five pounds when it's not supposed to be five pounds, when it starts weighing three pounds when it's not supposed to be three pounds, and it's it's just it's just putting pressure in there, and then you're getting symptoms like undiagnosed symptoms and no one knows really what's going on and you're feeling like a fullness down there where the liver is and you're just grabbing your belly and when you're eating just so many different symptoms you can get I mean it's just a few when you have a heavy gallbladder so you want to kind of purge that sediment out of there because that stuff gets dense and it gets thick and sluggish and it gets it gets really really swampy in there so that's another thing it has to do. Let's talk about where the other celery juice goes. The other celery juice goes, it dissolves to the intestinal tract lining. So it goes in other places. And we got to think about that too. Where does that go? It goes to the brain through the bloodstream. See, celery juice alleviates brain fog for so many people. Celery juice gives people clarity. It, it helps people think. It helps people actually be able to kind of perform better, think clear, feel better, mentally, emotionally. There's a reason for that. People get addicted to their celery juice. When they stop their celery juice, they're all of a sudden like, wait a minute, I, I need to get back on my celery juice because I was feeling better. I was feeling better. And then you got people that are really chronically ill and they therapeutically use it and they have to keep on using it because they have to keep on seeing improvements and, and pushing forward and pushing forward and getting their multiple sclerosis better, getting their eczema psoriasis better, getting the different symptoms better. But there's all these people that really don't know how they feel. They kind of just, they're like maybe younger people and they're just, they're feeling okay. Now they've really not had anything too much. Maybe, you know, maybe a little tiredness here and there or something like that or a little brain fog. And they start doing their celery juice and they're five days into it, six days into it. And then when they stop, they're like, wait a minute. And they go back to it. They go back to it. Because it was helping them mentally. It was also preventing future problems down the road. That's a whole other thing with celery juice. I mean, aren't we talking about preventative? Don't we care about preventative? Well, this is a preventative tool. Like this is a preventative tool. So... The bottom line is we need that celery juice to get to the brain somehow. Sodium cluster salts are basically complete electrolytes. I talk about this in the celery juice book, the medical medium celery juice book, and how that brings back neurotransmitters. Ti tired, 
beaten down, broken down neurotransmitter chemicals that reside inside your brain that need to be brought back to life. Celery juice helps bring those neurotransmitter chemicals back to life. And that brings back clarity, focus, concentration. It brings back all of it. It helps reduce anxiety. It helps get rid of toxins. It helps detox the brain too. It helps to neutralize metals. Neutralize metals. Everybody's brain has metals in them. Everybody's brain has metals in them. And celery juice helps to stop those metals from oxidizing. But, hey, if you don't want to do 16 ounces or more, it's just you may not get enough, it may not get in there. Because think about all the obstacles I covered here. Think about the travel distance we're talking about. Think about why it's important to do it on an empty stomach because that's the whole point. Now, if you didn't do your celery juice like we're talking about in this whole way, it's how about it traveling down through the body and everything and the details I'm talking about. If you did it with eating a whole bunch of, like a meal, like bacon and eggs, or if you had eggs in the morning, I know a whole bunch of people are on egg diets and that might be all cute and fuzzy and kind of good. It might feel kind of good, but that's just going to, kick your butt down the road, I'll tell you right now. That's just going to kick the crap out of you down the road. Those egg diets where people are on lots of eggs right now, you just wait down. That's all great and nice and fuzzy and warm for the moment. You just wait 10 years with that and just all this stuff falling apart in the body and all this arthritis and all this stuff happening and just, wait a minute, what was it? No one's going to tell you. It was the eggs you've been on for 10 years. But... The bottom line is, if you're doing eggs and then you're popping down your celery juice, you're, gonna, you're not going to get the same effects if you're doing it at the same time. The other thing is you can't mix anything in the celery juice. You can't put lemon in it. You can't. You can't put lemon in it. First of all, lemon squeezed in water to flush your liver came from medical medium information going all years, years, years back. And it's not meant to take a lemon and squeeze it into your celery juice and to get the same effect. It's not going to happen. So you have to remember, it has to be by itself. It's so important. You can't put collagen in it too. I don't know where that's coming from out there. That's just people trying to make money off of collagen. That's all that is. They just want to mix collagen with everything. And they're they're seeing a trend. So collagen makers and sellers are just like, you know, let's make another $100 million off of people by you know, sucking them dry. Let's put, let's put collagen in celery juice. Just don't do that. Don't put any, don't put apple cider vinegar in celery juice. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable stupidity. I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm saying the person who came up with that is stupid. The bottom line. (laughs) Okay. So, and, and the, and you don't want to repeat, you don't want to repeat that. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do it someone. someone's being ridiculous with something because they're, they're, on, they're on this apple cider vinegar thing and they want to poison your celery juice, just don't buy into it, okay? Because that's going to stop it from working right away. And I'm, I'm covering this a little bit because I'm afraid that you're going to be like, okay, I need my 16 ounces of celery juice. Whoa, I forgot to put my tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in it. And then it's not going to even do what what I'm talking about in this whole radio show right here. It's not even going to cover it. So you got to stay away from big ideas like that. 
you want the purity effect. You want the herbal tonic it is. Remember, it's not about the fiber and the celery. You're extracting the medicine. This is an herbal medicine you're extracting. And you have to know that. You can eat celery sticks in your salads. You can have celery sticks, you know, wherever you'd like. You can have, throw a couple in your smoothie. You can have celery. You can eat it with a handful of nuts. You can have your celery sticks, you know, with apples. You can do your celery sticks. I love celery sticks. But to make it the most powerful medicine of our time, healing millions worldwide, and that's what it's doing out there right now, it has to be the celery juiced. It has to be the herbal tonic, the herbal extract, the herbal elixir is what it has to be. And when you do that, you've got a secret weapon to fight anxiety and depression, autoimmune disease, brain fog, secret weapon to battle Epstein-Barr issues, the Hashimoto's thyroiditis, the lupus, all of it, you know, the fibromyalgia, the CFS, you've got a weapon to battle the heart palpitations, the vertigo, the hyperthyroidism. You got a weapon for weight gain. You don't want to be, you know, gaining all those unwanted extra pounds. You got a weapon for all the other symptoms of tingles and numbness and everything else. These are all critical. And so something to really, really, really kind of focus on. I can only cover a fraction of the info you need to know about celery juice that's in Medical Medium Celery Juice, the book itself, okay? So look into that because I can only cover literally like a page in these radio shows. And the bottom line is this. These obstacles, they exist inside of us. You need 16 ounces minimum. If you have to do less than that, it's still helpful but many of us have a lot of obstacles. You build up. You start low and you build up. Start If you can't tolerate it in the sense where you can't handle the flavor, you're having a difficult time or whatever it is, then what you do is you start with the four ounces every day, the six ounces every day. You just do the best you can and you build yourself up. If you have to take a break one day, you take a break one day and then start back up again. But the celery juice, sodium cluster salts, they have so many obstacles and they have to enter the bloodstream. They have to get to the brain, reignite neurotransmitter chemicals, fire up electrical impulses, make your brain function and make it stronger. And that's part of it all right there that I was covering before. So look, this is advanced information. Take it. Take the advanced information. Take it while you can. And use it. Really, really important. The idea is to heal. The idea is to move forward with your life. And the idea is to take this information. Get yourself better. Get your loved ones better. So, look, we're doing a lot more shows on celery juice and also illnesses. So keep keep open for that. I love you guys. Take care. And I'm glad we're here today. Bye.